Red light, that means I'm doing good. There, yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. You're always hot. Well, you're the engineer, so yeah. you need to maybe less hot. That's not possible. Oh, wait. <laughs> uh, rules of the game, Nigel. What are the rules? You got to give him the rules. So the rules are if you need to – it's not a family show except for his son. So He's just going to ask me what a shit ton means. Yeah. Use your language you use, you know, with your whoever. Um, if you need to burp, please do it into the microphone. Lean in. Okay. And, Lean in um, well, the other, the other rules, we have beer. So we already have beer. Was that one of the rules? Yeah, you got to have a drinker. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, other than that, no, just uh, don't don't die and don't be a dick. Yep. I, I can agree to those That's rules. That's rule number yeah. one. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Are we rolling? We're rolling. We're always rolling. Beers with Nigel is poured for you by Dire Oil Graphics, promotional products and design. They cover your brand bumper to bumper with graphic design, promo products, and print. See what Dire Oil Graphics can build for you at direoil.com. That's D-Y-E-R-O-I-L.com. Welcome to Beers with Nigel. I'm Nigel. I'm that other guy. And guess where we are? Nick, where are we? We're at Lost Evenings Brewing Company. Is this Johnson County? This is Johnson County. Lenexa, Kansas. I, 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 get, I get my Kansas confused. <laughs> so uh, you, you get to introduce yourself to the people. Yeah, I'm uh, Pat Davis, the owner and brewer um, behind Lost Evenings Brewing Company. Um, stick that mic up. Kind of eat it. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Or Nick will, Nick will scold you if you don't. I, I might, I might. Especially since we're not on headphones. Anyway, hey, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks um, for having me. And, and happy birthday. You told us right before it's we your went birthday on. birthday, too? It's yeah, you, you it's my birthday yesterday. Oh, a, your yeah. birthday, too? Yeah. Happy birthday. I was saying happy birthday to the brewery. Oh. You just had your year anniversary. <laughs> oh, that's right. It has been a year. So we can it? celebrate both. Yeah. Wow. I think that means he's going to have to chug a beer at the end. Yeah, double the drinks. Oh, that's, the, that's the new thing, apparently. That's, that's, our, last, that's last, our second <laughs> new thing we've the added. The last episode, we, yeah. Yeah, we've got two new games. I don't know how that even happened last episode. Shout out well, to Woody and those guys. A lot so. of things happened last episode. Yeah. <laughs> so, so tell us about you and how you got into brewing. And let's let's start with this. What was your first craft beer that you remember craft? Because everybody was drinking something something before craft, and then you discovered something that you were like, "Oh shit!" Sure. What was um, that? I'd have to say Boulevard's 80 Acre. Fair. Um, okay. Because. You know, in college, I liked, I liked what I could afford. So you like key, cheap Keystone Light, of <laughs> course. Yeah. Keystone Light, baby. <laughs> that was my college beer um, of choice. Once I graduated, I was like, I'm fancy. I can afford Boulevard Wheat. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually fancy. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I tried 80 Acre and loved it. Loved the uh, the hop character, and that kind of opened my eyes to trying other things. The first time I had ever tried an IPA in college, I hated it thought that you know i just i don't like ipas but then taking that step towards like 80 acre a hoppy wheat um I don't know, nice opened my eyes to try and other new things this i feel like 80 acre was probably the first time i noticed hops mm-hmm. <laughs> did they notice you no 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 i was in a corner i was afraid to ask the girl out like, um, as far as beer goes that was like my seventh grade dance this, yeah so so we, we, we this is the second episode we keep doing this wrong we're supposed to tell Junior. We have one of our Junior. one of our one of our, our fa- famous. He's famous. One of our famous listeners. We actually had him on the show. He always wants to know 
what the beers were, what we're drinking. And so we didn't always do that, and then he yeah. he got mad. So so Pat, what are you drinking, bud? I'm drinking our Westchester wheat. It's an American wheat ale. It's brewed with um, it's a hop combination that gives it kind of a lemony character, and then I also add lemon zest to it to Very nice. punch that up. Very nice. Now I'm drinking your stout. What's the name of it? Um, it's the uh, this Christmas in the, something I can't even. So read it's that. making Christmas. Yeah. Um, we're re-releasing it as kind of a Christmas in July thing, so it's a gingerbread imperial stout. It's very delicious. Thank you. Nice. And, and Nick, what? <laughs> I, I, I'm calling this the, uh, the the Seinfeld of the beers. This is pineapple of the Caribbean. Uh, it's, it's the wheat, but with Malibu poured mm-hmm. in it. Yep, with pineapple Malibu. I didn't How really read the sign. I thought maybe is it, it was like barrel-aged. Is it good? No, it's fantastic. Let me, let me get a little sip of that. They, uh, we don't normally share beers on the show. That's a lie. We do. Uh, we always share beers. Uh, but look, I, if you take a really good beer... And oh my you God. add rum, oh it's my even God. better. That's a great idea. I'd never thought. Yeah. Who came up with that? So basically, we we have eight taps currently. And one of the things I thought is like, we need more offerings. Like eight beers is fine, but we'd like to have more options available. And so one of the things we saw other breweries doing is beer cocktails. And yeah. so we looked at like, you know, what are kind of core beers that we make? What could we... What could we mix up? And um, I'd always wanted to make a beer called Pineapples of the Caribbean. So. <laughs> you always have wanted to do yeah, that? Always. That was in the notebook. The, the, the problem is I come, up with, I come up with a beer name, and I'm like, how can I make that name work? The, the name is the first thing. Yeah. The, the beer is comes later. So is that, is that what happens with the brewery? You come up with a name first, and you, then you make a beer? A lot of times. Does really? The name yeah. makes the recipe? Yeah. That stout is really good. Yeah, that, and yeah that. you're right. It does. Like I drink that, I'm gonna have to remind myself. Oh yeah, it's it's almost 90 degrees outside. But, but you know what? It's always stout it's always season. Stout season. I don't. I, you know, I don't care who. If you're out there and you don't think you you should drink a stout in the summer, you're wrong. You're wrong. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree, Pat? I would agree with this, that. This is, hello. You can be on a boat in the middle of the water. It's still stout season. It's still stout. So you just had you just had uh, year anniversary. Yep. And. You opened mid-pandemic, and I feel like we've heard this story a yeah. few times. Now, you were telling me, though, that you actually started after they started letting customers back yeah. in, which probably helped a little? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It certainly would have been worse, I think, if we had opened a couple months prior. Um, but basically, we signed our lease December 2019, um, and it said we had to be open by June. So that was, of course, before anybody knew that COVID was going to be a thing. Um, but even then, like we got to March or so and things started shutting down and we thought, well, you know, they're going to shut down for a month or so and, you know, the world will open back up. Little did we know. It'll be perfect timing. Everybody will need a beer after being quarantined for a month. Right. And then, uh, you know, a year later. Well, I think you got one part of that right. Everybody needed a drink. Yeah. 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 The one thing that we all did collectively was we drank a lot. Yes. So... So you you know the eighty acre that got you into craft beer. Mm-hmm. At, at what point did, did, I'm guessing you probably started as a home brewer, mm-hmm. and then uh, it, you know it's always an interesting question to ask people. At what point did you go from thinking, oh my first beer sucked, but I'm to the point now where I think other people will buy my beer. <laughs> <laughs> I think the way that happened was I started brewing at home and just kind of instantly fell in love with it. I think my first beer was amazing, but honestly, if I were to taste it today, I don't know if I would agree with that <laughs> sentiment. But, what, uh, was, what was the first beer? It was a Bavarian wheat kit from Midwest Homebrew Supplies. 
Um, it's, it's always the kit. It was, and it yeah, it was a kit. <laughs> the kit gets everybody. That's how it all, all the, starts. The gateway. So, so obviously, you, you were, how long did you homebrew for? About eight years. Okay, so you, so you had, you had some, some. Uh, what do you call time it? In. Yes, you had some. You put some time in. So, at what point during that eight years did you think, I think I want to open a brewery? I think the way it happened is, so I got involved in the local home brewing club, the Johnson County Brewing Society. Good, good brewers uh, in that club, by the way. Absolutely. So that, that put me in touch with other people who then went on to open breweries. But it also let me um, kind of open my eyes to this whole world of home brewing and beer fests and stuff. And so I started serving my beer at Beer Fest to the general public and kind of loved that interaction, loved people, seeing people enjoy my beer. And that's, I think, what gave me the push that uh, I want to do this someday. <laughs> I mean, you, that's a very simplified version. <laughs> I, feel like, I, I feel like it probably wasn't that <laughs> So, So you, 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 you think about, I'm going to open this brewery, and then... I know there's a bunch of hoops you got to jump sure, through. Sure, sure. Um, was, was there any, you just decided I'm going to do it and then whatever happens, happens? I well, mean, what, what, what were you thinking when you so, were doing that? Okay, so I, I guess at that point I decided I want to do this someday. Um, okay, gotcha. and it, it was kind of always an off in the distance type thing. Like maybe I'll do this when I retire or whatever. Um, but then, I don't know, just over time I just got more and more obsessed with brewing beer, more obsessed with the idea of opening a brewery and um, my wife and I started you know kind of saving and working towards this started kind of looking at spaces out there commercial spaces out there just seeing you know daydreaming about like what if we what if we make this happen and um, I don't know things just kind of uh, the timing seemed right we we found this space that we're in right now that seemed like it'd be perfect um, there was a period there over the winter of 2019 where I uh, was working at Transport Brewing Company um, in their brew house. Um, they knew I was interested in opening a brewery. Um, they needed help in their brew house, so that gave me some extra behind-the-scenes uh, view of you know how to run a brew house. And um, yeah, just uh, one thing led to another, and, <laughs> and, and and here you are a year here later. Was it was it? process that kind of hooked you like the process of making the beer that you really like or was it you went to some festivals and you saw people reacting and that i feel like you're more of a uh, process sure. guy so my day job is engineering and so i spend a lot of time staring at a computer screen uh, <laughs> um and so i loved in brewing beer it's science but it's also art right um so you're taking all these raw ingredients and there's an infinite number of ways you could combine them to create something that you've never had before um to try and make something that kind of meets your specific tastes um and so i, I really like that it was kind of a creative outlet from my day job right i think i think um there's no dumb brewers out there no, <laughs> all my brewers are like engineers, architects. I'm like, really? That's why I'm not I, a brewer, I make, Nick. I make, I make, I make nuclear bombs on the side. <laughs> right. <laughs> Speaking of bombs, how about, uh, how about uh, a little mystery action. Uh -oh. uh, Turn the tables. We get, I brought him again. Yeah, he brought he brought mystery beers again from Colorado. And of course, there's dim light in here. So who would like to read this? Rachel. This is uh, courtesy courtesy uh, listener Kent again. Does he actually listen to the show? Yeah. I'm going to pretend he does. I pretend that, you know, there's people other than my son and my wife who listen. 
Well, Junior listens. Junior listens. So actually, actually, I I only said my wife because she's here, but I don't think she listens. Either. Hey, let's 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 shout out to uh, Dire Oil Graphics. They're actually in person on this <laughs> show. Shout out to Rachel and Ronnie. R- Ronnie's R- Ronnie's texting me right now. I can see it. <laughs> He's like, you guys didn't mention I'm Dire like, Oil Graphics yet. Come on. <laughs> Would you like to hand over the mic? I'm gonna hand over the mic. Beer, Tell yeah. us what you it's called Rising Voices, and is this Making Noise, or what's it called? Oh, Woods Boss Brewing Company. Before you go any further, I don't, don't, don't say, don't, don't tell us ABV. We're going to guess the ABV. That's our new game. That's our new game. We're going to guess the ABV. I'm going to be very bad at this game. We, we can terrible. you hold it? <laughs> that's, the, that's the beauty of it. Or should we taste it first? Maybe I'll go pro. Maybe we, <laughs> maybe we should taste it first before we guess the ABV. <laughs> How about that? I mean, that was dumb. Let's just guess the ABV based on the title. <laughs> I mean, you make up beers based on the title. Yeah. So generally, on we have these mystery beers. They normally come in a brown paper bag, so we're sorry you didn't get to, to, to appreciate that part of it. <laughs> it smells great. Yeah, absolutely. Some- I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Rachel a little assignment here while she looks also at the ABV. But I heard there's a great story about proceeds from this beer okay. and where proceeds go. So I'm gonna have her look at the can on that too. We'll take a little sip. I'm gonna say that's six and a half percent. Six and a half percent. I'm gonna go You're lower. I'm gonna go lower. Go. We're we're at four and a half. Four and a half. You're gonna go four and a half. Pat, what you got, bud? I think I'm going to go six. You hear it that? Is, it is 7.2 ABV. Oh, we're all low. Oh. oh that's smooth. Nigel with the closest retail ABV. <laughs> <laughs> Without going over. Where do I win? <laughs> I get to drink the beer. <laughs> I do like that. Though. That's really smooth. Yeah. That is very easy drinking. What was the brewery again? Woods Boss Brewing. Oh, I've been there. It's in Denver. Beautiful brewery. I took some, I wouldn't say they were, they were prom pictures. They were more like uh, senior pictures. Making mm-hmm. noise. They've got these giant rising voices. woods boss, as you might imagine. Everything here is kind of woods motif. Mm-hmm. And so some of their tables are, uh, are uh, what do you call them? Well, tree trunks. Okay. Wood. Yeah, wood. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news. Brewery has tables made from wood. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's it a great brewery. I'm it's a hazy surprised. IPA brewed with pink peppercorns. Wow. Calista okay. Citra and Centennial hops. That's a nice beer. Mm. Did you see where does it say anything about proceeds? Well, well, we, we'll, we'll come back to that. that Pat. So, mm-hmm. you know, you you found this space. Um, tell us where it is. Give us the address so people know. Sure. It's 8625 Hauser Court in Lenexa, Kansas. That's Hauser H A U S E R. So uh, when, when you found the spot, did you have in your mind what you wanted it to look like? Did well, you, I mean, actually, I, when I found this spot, I was anticipating having a brewery half the size of this. <laughs> Is that right? But <laughs> I walked in, and it looked like the perfect setup. Um, kind of an interesting point about it. Uh, we've got a sushi restaurant right next door, yep. and it was at one point going to be an expansion to that sushi restaurant. They were going to do like a hibachi grill, private dining room type thing over here. Um, at one point, five or six years ago, the 
sushi restaurant changed hands, the new ownership group didn't want to do that expansion. And so it sat vacant for the last five or six years. And until I came to see it and thought that would be perfect for a brewery. Um, I loved the layout. There really wasn't a ton we had to do to the layout other than kind of, um, we added some windows around the brew house so people could see in, see right. the brewing process, see the tanks. Um, and then of course, like adding the bar and finishing the bathrooms, that kind of stuff. So it was nice because there wasn't a ton we had to do to the space. Um, but it was about twice as big as our original plans. We uh-huh. thought like this would be perfect because one of the things I wanted to do was live music, which we've got yeah. starting here in a bit tonight. Um, and so we thought the larger space, you know, let's go for yeah. it. You know, get, get lots of people you in got here. Plenty of room. It worked yeah. perfect when I came in here when you guys first opened and it was still COVID going on. Mm-hmm. You know, you could totally social distance in here. So it worked, yeah. out. It worked out pretty well. Yeah. So how big is your, uh, your brew system? Uh, my brew system's three and a half barrels, um, so we can do batches about 110, 115 gallons. But it seems like you got some space in there if you wanted to upgrade. Yeah, absolutely. Our, get bigger. Yeah, so we've, we've got plenty of room in the brew house to add another four uh, fermenters. Currently, we've got four three and a half barrel unit tanks, and we've got room to easily add another four. Um, got plenty of room back there. Um, our glycol system's already sized for that. Yeah. For that expansion, so Trust I feel like I feel like this is a this is a good thing for you because how many how many new breweries have we town. have we uh, interviewed and they're like I am you know I'm two months in and I already need bigger space because I don't have enough room Critical for a bigger mass. system. I, I'm looking at you, Tony at Windshift, or you know, or Iron Kettle out in Green Valley. Oh shit! Even even as as much as Diametric is is has gotten bigger, they don't have a lot of space. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've been in their brew house, but it's tight. Mm. It's super tight. So They are maximizing so all space. Good, good on you for having yeah. space to grow. Cause <laughs> that's, that seems to be the issue with a lot of people who you know go in and they're like, well, three months in, I need a bigger space mm-hmm. to brew because we all know people in Kansas City you know, love their craft beer. Yeah, they like to drink beer. Uh, other than, you know, the COVID stories that we're all tired of telling, uh, or, you know, what, are, what are some of the other things, though, that kind of kind of you hit and you learned on in this first year? Oh. <laughs> or, or is it really just... <laughs> is <there a> list? <laughs> or, or, or is it really just, you know what, we survived COVID and that's all that matters? Uh, that's, <laughs> that's That's been the big story of the last year is surviving COVID, coming out on the other side and um, ready to brew more and more beer um uh, basically since the beginning of the year things have been you know picking up people are coming out people are vaccinated they're more comfortable with coming out and so things have been steadily picking up and it's um the story now is just kind of keeping up with that growth and keeping up with um yeah keeping up with uh, the new normal of life <laughs> so so you mentioned your, your wife and you guys have talked about opening a brewery and it sounds like she was on board with it um what 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 was she thinking through the pandemic as you opened the business <laughs> i mean apparently she's still does around she still, does I she still, still talk to you still she's the big question you have a ring on so she's still around <laughs> yep 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 she she still supports it she's definitely our number one supporter and um yeah she supported the whole thing all the way she's uh um 
keeps me going through the whole thing. And uh, awesome. does she drink your beer? She does. Okay. Yes. Yes. That's yes. a win right there. And that you know, on, really, that's um, part of the inspiration behind some of our beers. Um, she really loves English beers, um, so. We were kind of going for an English pub type feel, nice. and some of our beers I are, that. yeah, some of Bloody our beers hell. are <laughs> typically. Um, we try to focus on like American and English kind of sessionable styles, right, right, so right. browns, milds, stouts. Um, that's the kind of stuff she loves, so we do brew a lot of that. That's very nice. I, I'm I'm down with the with the English. I did that. I did see. See, it's got the. Big Ben over there, you know. There you go. Are you, are you feeling? Is it to make you feel at home? It does. I'm, I'm British, by the way. If you didn't know that, uh, <laughs> I did. Born, born and raised. So I'm still born, born and raised till he was ten. Twelve. Twelve. Oh, but I, I still, I don't. I'm not a citizen of this country. Don't want to be. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just, I said it. Okay. Bold, I said it. Bold I statement, said, I said it out loud. <laughs> so, you know, you guys moved in, into the shopping center. What's, what's the reception been like for, like, from the neighborhood? Because what I've learned is. Wherever you put a brewery, that you automatically get regulars, and I'm sure you have some regulars. What's been the reception as you guys yeah, have been here? Yeah, we we definitely have some regulars, and that's something. I think that's one of been been one of the most uh, kind of uplifting things for me is seeing people that love our beer enough to come back again and again and again. Um, one of the hard things about it, though, has been we're kind of tucked back in this uh, yeah. in the shopping center. You know, we're off of 87th Street, but you can't see us from 87th Street. We're kind of tucked back behind Starbucks in the in the shopping center, so we have people every single week coming in, being like, "I live a block away, and I had no idea you were here. I will be back." Yeah. Um, so that's been the kind of tough thing, but I think it's overall over time, it's going to be a good thing yeah. for us. And I think it's cool. You guys are, are, are part of that, the Johnson County beer, you know, brewery explosion, the, the beer trail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that, don't they call it Johnson County Beer Trail or some shit like that? The Ale Trail. Ale, Ale, Ale Trail. trail. That's, I got it wrong. There. I got it wrong. The Ale Trail. That needs to be a shirt. You need to, you need to yeah, get the, absolutely. The, the, put that on the shirt. You know. Yeah, we had we, as we've talked to some others that opened during the, during the pandemic. We've we've gotten a few stories about surprising regulars that that you know when they first opened there, there'd be people who were just in the neighborhoods who were just looking for a place that they could get out of the house and go have two or three beers. Did did you get some of that? Um. I think one of the most surprising things maybe has been um, there's uh, a hair salon a couple doors down. And so we've gotten people that are like, I was getting my hair done and I saw bar stools <laughs> and, you know, down the, down the sidewalk and it's thought, like what, what's, what's this all about? Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's kind of been the surprising thing. And I, I think, you know, I think every brewery would, would tell you some story like that where it's like people are like, well, how long have you been here? A year and or two years or three years, they're like, "What?" Because I, you know, I work at Dimetric, I work at Windshift, I work at Grains and Taps, and, and inevitably somebody comes by and has never been there. You know, it just mm-hmm. it just tells you the beer community it really hasn't scratched the surface on mm-hmm. consumers. So, you know, and still breaking into their neighborhoods. Absolutely, you know, and and you know, you're you're in a great position because I think the future, of, and we've talked about this on this show plenty. I think the future of, of breweries is that local tap room. Oh, that's mm-hmm. my neighborhood tap room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll go visit whatever, whatever, you know what I'm saying? But Grains and Taps, that's kind of my home base because it's next to my house. Sure. That's beside the point. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but when he says next to his house, yeah, I literally eight, eight steps. Eight yeah. steps. Well, you got you to do long steps to do it. That's the, that's Nigel the thing. steps. 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> I've got short legs, so more like, more like 10 steps. Maybe like 12, 12, 12, 12. 12, 12. Yeah. So is, is there particular things that you, uh, you talked about what kind of styles you guys are doing? Is there something personally that you really like to brew or drink? Um, my favorite beers have always been sessionable beers. Um, my favorite one on tap right now is the Lightwork Cream Ale. It's just a easy drinking kind of light beer. Um, it's one that it's low enough in ABV that you can have several over the course right. of an afternoon while you're sitting by the pool or whatever. Um, but we got the thumbs up over there, so <laughs> from, from, from the peanut gallery. What was it? We had uh, was it Tanner from Pathlighters. Like he says. I want to drink a lot, so I want the lower ABVs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, need to get, we need to get you, Tanner, and, and, and Nolan from and Nolan Transparent, from Transparent to do a, to do a uh, easy drinking collab. A session collab. I think that would be that would be amazing. Well, and you're working back in the brew house, and it's like 20 degrees hotter than it is in the tap room. You know? Yeah. Cold, easy drinking beer sounds yeah. great. Yeah. What, what is the, uh, what's the most popular one here so far? Um, I think IPAs always sell super well. Um, so currently right now we've got our crazy bird new england ipa which originally was a collaboration with sand hills brewing company um love sand hills by the way um other than that the our english mild down the pub just tapped his last keg that we had um that has been a surprising one that i didn't know if people were really going to go for um, but we've brewed it several times now. Every time we brew it, it there, sells. There's not a love. There's not a lot of English miles around in town. Tony does one at Winship, mm-hmm. and it's very popular. Mm-hmm. Is it? Do you do you ever have any like I don't know? Trepidation's not the right word, but when you're bre- you brew with the title first, you said that. <laughs> but you, when you're like, I'm gonna make this one up. I wonder how it's gonna sell. I mean, <laughs> do yeah. you ever like second guess yourself there? A little balk. <laughs> I yeah. Yeah, every time I make something new, I'm always worried how it's going to sell. Because, you know, it used to be as a home brewer, I'll brew it, and if it's bad, I won't take it to a <laughs> festival. I'll keep it at home and drink it in shame. Yeah. <laughs> That's a beer name. Uh, my, drink my, it in shame. My, my therapist says we're not supposed to do that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, here, th- there is a bit more, like, this has to sell, so, yeah, you know... Maybe not go too crazy on... Yeah, we should uh, probably do another mystery beer. Okay. I, the, the, my man over there, um, I know he wants to start his, his show, so we're not going to encroach. We'll, we'll drink another mystery beer. We'll wrap it up. Are you ready for six, this? It's 6 o'clock. What do we got? Seven Layer Magic Bar Stout Plus Milk Stout from Wellworks well Brewing. I know that logo. Let's do that. So as we wrap this up, because we know there's, there's a live show coming up, mm-hmm. um, tell people where they can find you on, and your brewery on the interwebs, uh, social sure. medias. We are on Facebook and Instagram. We, we don't really do anything on Twitter. Um, Bro. Uh, Bro. You got, this is the thing. Beer Twitter <laughs> is, is, is great. If you can get somebody to do your Twitter, I'm telling mm-hmm. you, it's, the beer Twitter is way better than Facebook. Mm-hmm. Just, I'm just saying. But, but anyway, it's fine. Yeah, sure. Do you if, even have a Facebook? Do you have well, a Twitter? We, we have Facebook, Twitter. You can find us on at, Instagrams. Yep. Uh, uh, sorry, yeah. Uh, Facebook, <laughs> Facebook, and Instagram. Um, you can find us on the internet at uh, LostEveningsBrewingCompany.com. Um, we do trivia every Wednesday night, starting at six. Oh, nice. We do live music um, every Friday and some Saturdays. And, yeah, we've been here just over a year, and we're excited to uh, keep bringing out new beers and stuff. So, 
I know there's going to be a video available that'll that'll tell this out, but I got to know where Lost Evenings came from. Oh, it's a great story. Sure. So, I like a lot of different kinds of music, but one of my favorite artists has been Frank Turner. He's kind of a English punk folk singer songwriter. And in one of his songs, he's got a line that says, life is about love, last minutes, and lost evenings. And at the time, I was looking for a name for the brewery. And you know, it was one of those light bulb moments. Was like, that would be perfect. I love that. <laughs> that I love great? that. I've I love that. I've heard a lot of brewery name stories. That I, was, I feel like, a, I feel like somehow somebody 10. creative needs to make that story into some kind of poster yeah. or something. Yeah, something. Somewhere. All right, now I, wanna, I want you guys to take a drink of this. We're okay. going to play our game. It's delicious. Guess the ABV. Mm. That is a tasty yeah. beer. I'm, I'm going to undersell it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I'm going to say 10 percent. 8.5. What do you say? The actual retail ABV. retail ABV. 8.0. Oh, oh look at you. you both went <laughs> over. I see, I see you. But he was close though. He was closer. I don't know. I don't know why I thought that was going to be boozy. It, it, it I felt did. like it was hiding something mm-hmm. from me. It didn't. It's it didn't very taste chocolatey. Too, uh, that's a that's a dessert beer. Mm-hmm. Feel, feel free to pass that around. Oh, you did. That's a, it's a that's delicious. So, so you're you're halfway through uh, 2020. I was going to say 2022. It's 2021. Yeah. You're not there yet, man. <laughs> so now things are kind of opening back up. Um, you guys have some goals or which what you where you want to go, what you want to brew, what you want to do. Um, yeah, so 2020 and the pandemic kind of slowed down our start. Um, we were kind of worried opening up about having like a big grand opening, you know, party and everything because we didn't want to, you know, we didn't want to fill up our space and have, you know, be the next face on the news of look at these people that, you know, infected, like down at the Ozarks infected right? Johnson <laughs> County. Yeah. Well, I don't think we're supposed to talk about the Ozarks right now. It's no, yeah, <laughs> a little scary. Yeah. So, um, kind of getting to where we expected to be on upon opening up. Um, it's kind of like, uh, we had a slow first year, but we're excited to, um, world get back to normal and right. get to where we expected um we are starting to in the next month or so distribute um some kegs around town nice um oh, so hopefully you'll start seeing us around uh, on the kansas side okay. um in uh, restaurants and bars and stuff we're probably going to start out with our english mild the down the pub that we talked about earlier because that's not a style that a lot of other people Uh-oh. do and it's one that we're very proud of <laughs> That's a, that's that's a good a, way to, that was a Midland. It was, it was a, Midland, 5-7. Yeah. I didn't mean to burp on your story, but I, I couldn't <laughs> let But no, English Mile is, is a great way. I had a guy today at Windshift. He'd never been in there because he didn't know it was there, right? Mm-hmm. It's one of those deals. Sure. Only been there two years. Yeah. It's fine. And he came in, and he, you know what he said? He likes English beers. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I stuck him on a lager at first, um, and then we had that English Mile, and I was like, you should, because he he's like, I like English, but not dark. Okay, that's fine. He had the, he had the, the lager, li- liked it. I said, have a little taste of that uh, dark mild. He was like, I want that next. I'm like, winner. <laughs> so it's one of those beers mm-hmm. that even though it's dark, some people get scared. <laughs> right. You know but I it's, ask, it's easy drinking. I want to ask Patrick this, because I know you, you've told this story before that you like this kind of thing. But when you get somebody coming in like that, Nigel loves to just take over and drive yeah. at that point. Like, they don't know what they want. 
I mean, do you get the same thing when you're behind the bar and you're telling uh, people about the beer where it's just like, okay, let me, yeah. let me show you the round. The, the thing I love is the people that come in and say, what's the lightest beer you have? Yes. Like they, they come in with a group or they come in on a special event or something. And Can they, we put that on a t-shirt? Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's the lightest beer? What's the li- lightest beer you have? What's and the closest thing to a bud? <laughs> yeah. Usually I'll you know, pour them a couple samples like our Lightwork Cream Ale. That's definitely our lightest one. But then also something that they wouldn't expect like our English Mild yeah. or even um, when we've got our Sweet Stout on, something like that. Because it's not something that they would expect but usually it's something that they end up liking um because it's still fairly light and that's the beauty of craft beer it's like you know you as, can hit as, that as, spectrum as, as, in as, one place. as woody and Kemet, Kemet was saying on the last episode you know it's all about community it's, it's really beer is just like it's like the bridge between whatever right right i don't care what your politics are i don't care what your religion is i don't care any of that can we sit down and enjoy beer together Yes, the yes, answer, yes, the answer we, is always yes. yes. It's always <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, can you can you give us a hint? What the kind of your next fun thing you're working on with beer, or like your next brew? Give give people a little surprise. I like breaking news on this podcast. <laughs> it makes me happy. I I thought the fact that we were going to start distributing was breaking news. Oh, <laughs> boom, <laughs> boom. I, I'll, right. leave hanging. I, I'll take that hit. Yeah, we'll I'll, I'll take um, that. We got our breaking news next. No, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm planning to uh, brew another imperial stout here soon, um, called Marble Cake, Ooh. and it's mm. going to be chocolate and vanilla oh. deliciousness. Yeah, yeah so. you have me at, 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 at chocolate, vanilla, and stout <laughs> and cake. I, I'm going to be making the trek across the border again. He doesn't come to Kansas much. Mm. I'm trying to get him out more. <laughs> it's, it's, I know it's not your fault. His, his wife has given me the evil eye. He just doesn't want to go. Yeah, sometimes he. This is your second time in Kansas in like what? Well, in what, 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 18 months? Well, it's your, it's your third time. That's true. Because we did service. Well, look, if, if I'm going to cross the border, it's going to be for beer. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, welcome to the. Uh, would this be. Are we in Lenexa? Yep. Is this South Lenexa? Uh, it's kind of mid Lenexa, yeah. Yeah, I don't know the boundaries of Lenexa. Yeah. I'd so welcome to mid Lenexa. Mid Lenexa. <laughs> I'm in Midtown. You're in Midtown. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the most urban Lenexa's been. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, where can they find us on, on the in the world? You can find us, the Beers with Nigel podcast, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your favorite podcast apps. If you got one of them Alexa devices, go ahead and say it. Alexa, play the Beers with Nigel podcast. You want to follow along? We're on Facebook, Twitter, the Instagrams, the Gram, right? That's what the kids say. We're on the Gram. Insta. 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 See, I'm not a kid. Oof. I'm going to get it wrong every time. The Grams. <laughs> Let's get on the Grams. <laughs> Pat, I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> and, this, and this is that point where I hit the button and we're done. I'm happy to learn that because I call it Instagram. So. Instagram? <laughs> is, that, is that like the, is that what you buy at Target? You buy your Instant Pot and your Instant Gram? And then you get the Insta Soup. <laughs> hey, there you go. You need a French onion Insta beer. Totally. <laughs> Oof. The, fr- the, the French onion sour, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> there we go. I bet somebody would drink it. I, Look, yeah. if they make beers Maybe out of pickle dare. juice, you can make it out that, of French that onion That is soup. true. Yeah. That is true. I thought and that. I tell you what. I'll drink the French onion before I'll drink the pickle. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> you want to know why? Why? Pickles are from the devil. 
I know. You don't like pickles. <laughs> Pat, thanks for coming on, buddy. <laughs> yeah, uh, thank, we, thank we you for having it. me. Uh, this is Biz with Nigel. We'll see you whenever we – well, we're technically not seeing you. We'll record again someday. <laughs> Will we someday? <laughs> Just be on the lookout. Drive safely. Good night. You've been listening to Beers with Nigel, a show about beer and other stuff, hosted by Nigel Woodbury and that other guy, Nick Parker. Beers with Nigel is poured for you by Dire Oil Graphics, providing bumper-to-bumper graphic design, promo products, and print services. Find them at direoil.com. Beers with Nigel is a proud member of the Fredcast Network and is available on all of your favorite podcast flavors. Find Beers with Nigel on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and ask Alexa to play the Beers with Nigel podcast.